Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte clear liners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Hey guys, welcome in. It's another Panther Rants podcast of what airs. It's Thursday. Actually, it's a very nice sunny day here in Houston. Traffic's a mess. I have to go across town to go hook up a computer that nobody else seems to do. The thing about it is we have IT there, but they can do it, but it's radiology equipment, so they're they're going to immediately say, immediately say it's radiology, but we can't do it, so... I get, the, I get the joy of driving all the way out here and then driving back to downtown. But uh, since the last podcast on Monday, we've had some uh, some really good news. Lots of good news, actually. I mean, uh, because the last podcast I did, it was just a freaking slow news day. I really had nothing. I mean, it's, it sucks we have no material on the other talk, but non-pit-related shit. But anyways... Starting off, Pitt, Pitt basketball gets his first commit. Jeff Capel gets uh, Trey McGowan's. Uh, you know, he was a top 100 player for uh, for 2019. Actually, he was, but he's re- recla- he's reclassifying for this year coming up. So, which is awesome for Pitt in a lot of ways. Because they have a point guard now who can come in and help out right away. <clears throat> maybe, you know, like what some people are alluding to is that maybe, you know, Capel had his um, conversations with some of these players and pretty much, you know, probably alluded to the, probably alluded to the fact that, hey, I can, I can just re- replace you guys. And it's a possibility. So maybe that's why Marcus Carr moved on and... And now Parker Stewart obviously is moving on as well. Well, well, we already knew that, but Parker obviously is, is knocked down his list. And of course, there's um, he's got about two or three, two, three or four schools looking at him, and three or um, P five schools. <clears throat> and the fourth one is Tennessee Martin, which is his uh, his dad's school. Or his dad coaches, so that makes sense. He can go work for he can go coach for daddy since daddy did uh, his PR stuff. But maybe he can, uh, you know, give give us give a little sunny boy playing time. But anyways, Parker obviously was a good you know he he was good here when he was a pit. You know I wish him well, and uh, you know he's. I think he'll be end up being a really good player. And, I, and what's got what's a lot is you got two players who have left 
Kieran Stallings' uh, team. And they both have a lot of offers from schools that are P5s. Whereas the players that left Dixon, that uh, Dixon left Stallings, that left, they weren't, none of them really garnished any interest. Except for maybe Cam, well, except for maybe Cam Johnson who goes to North Carolina and then you got now Ryan Luther going to Arizona. But all the other guys that Jamie left Stallings, they didn't garnish any, any interest at all except for maybe uh, Justice Kithcart who ends up at Old Dominion and which really isn't a bad outfit for him. ODU has been pretty good the last several the last several years. They haven't made the they haven't really made a tournament as much as they should. They've won a, a boatload of games. It's just they don't they just tournament when tournament uh, time comes they just can't uh, win win the conference USA, which kind of pisses off uh, their fan base because I engage, I got I engaged a few of them and they don't like the coach the fact that they they feel they're over underachieving every year. I mean, the guy wins a little of games. It's just, it's hard. Conference USA isn't a bad basketball league at all. It's gotten a lot better. I mean, it's football was, this year was really good. I mean, it's starting to make a recovery since the, uh, since getting purged from expansion. So, yeah, I mean, things are pretty unsteady in that league. And it's picking up now because they actually, you know, well... They've had some stability the last several years because nobody's taking teams out of their league. Speaking of conference USA, I'll, I'll stick I'll stick with the, with that for for a moment. Uh, Wayne Graham, obviously, his uh, he's the head baseball coach for Rice. The guy's 82 years old. His contract isn't being renewed after this year. I mean, for one, for one thing, the guy's 82 freaking years old. I mean, I'm, I mean, but Turner was at age two when he was. You know, fired. Well, they had to fire him at that point because of what happened. But uh, you know, Bryce baseball has been—you know—it's been a staple down here in Houston, and they won a national championship in 2003, and they've been really good since then. The last several years, it seems like they've—they've they've skated off a bit, and they just haven't been as good as they used to be. So. uh This this year and this year right now they're they're really bad. So compared to what they used to be, so it makes sense to get rid of him. Yeah, obviously Lance Berkman's supposedly one of the uh, people they want, but we'll see on that on that note. Anyways, getting back to uh, the actual topic at hand. Uh, Obviously, you when you land your first player, you want you definitely want to be a point guard. And you got a guy now who can be the field general. I mean, this is going to be his team, and hopefully, he's got several more scholarships to fill. Not to mention Malik Allison, what he wants to do. And it, you know, Malik's got the sin of the year, so it makes literally no sense for him to leave. And I think, I think it'd be in his best interest to stay here, Pitt. I think things are going to take off really well and it's going to benefit him. You know, 
you try to tell these players that better days are ahead and some listen and some just chose to leave and you can't blame them after all that happened this past year and some gathered a lot of interest from other big schools and you gotta shop around sometimes and I hope you know maybe land some bigger situations but for me you know if you look at the list of schools these these guys have and I think Oregon was one school that was on Parker Stewart's list and Oregon went to was in the Final Four not too long ago, so Michigan just, you know, Michigan just recently played for a national title, you know, which, you know, Marcus Carr has some interest, you know, that's interesting Mark, Marcus Carr. So, you got those. I mean, but other than that, I mean, it, other than those schools, I really, there's nothing really that I would really would want to transfer for. I mean, I think they're going to be, they'll be better off in a long run of pit, but it is what it is. So, case of uh, you know, Jeff Capel, but hey, maybe he can, maybe he'll land some few more of these players. I won't mind one bit, and I won't complain about it. All right, now next topic on hand, also pit bass related. Uh, Heather Like announced that they're flipping the the, uh, the court. Yeah, they're gonna flip the court. So when you turn on the television set, you're not looking at the stupid uh, press box, the stupid uh, luxury boxes that you can't afford anyway, unless you know somebody within. And you'll get to actually look at the Oakland Zoo jumping with up, up, up and down, rather than the, rather than look at their backs. And I guess supposedly this has been a topic for for years and. Several ADs didn't want to do it because of the cost. You know, Scott Barson could be done because of several things. But Heather Like, obviously, Heather obviously isn't for the bullshit. You know, Heather obviously has no time for bullshit. So, it's getting flipped. And, hey, I love it. And I, you know, of course, if you're a pit basketball fan, if you attend these games, you love it too. Or if you watch on TV, and if you're a Zoom member too, because you know, heck, you'll you'll be you'll be featured in the student section. Should be featured. That should be the feature when you turn on the television set. Because when you turn on a Duke basketball game, you see the camera crazies right there, right in front of you, jumping up and down, and they're behind the players. So when you turn up a basketball day a game, you should see the zoo. And maybe just maybe that hurts the recruiting sometimes because when these recruits are flipping on the television said they're not seeing the zoo jump up and down. What the hell are they seeing? So of course they have to go in person to see it. Which is one added boat. Which is one bonus of the current configuration. It forces them to go actually see a game. But anyways, that's happening, and a lot more fun stuff is happening as well. Uh, Heather obviously has been on a tear this year, aside for uh, replacing the basketball coaches and doing this. Well, the Penn State series, she said it's there, it's on the table. If they want to sign it, they can go ahead and do it. They're ready. 
Well, anyways, I guess Heather's pretty much played the ball, ball Penn State's court saying, hey, if you want to do this, we'll do it. Otherwise, fuck off. We'll figure something out. We'll do something else. So, she's leaving, leaving their court. Which they'll probably respond by scheduling Akron or something like that. Or Rutgers is a second game. Even though Rutgers is already a conference, they'll probably find a way to schedule Rutgers anyway, you know, as, a, as an excuse to schedule our P5 opponent. But it's funny that when Pitt decided to stop scheduling West Virginia and was scheduling other P5 opponents, people still bitch to Pitt for not you know, scheduling, you know, scheduling the brawl. You know, whereas Pitt wanted to play other P5 teams. Penn State does it. It's all right. It's okay. Pitt doesn't though. They get they get shit on by the by the local media. And uh, also the announcement of Victory Hill. I think it's what's called. The uh, the plan also includes basically tearing down the, the Fitzgerald Fieldhouse. And I found it amazing that the Fitzgerald Fieldhouse has no air conditioning still. I mean, uh, I suppose, I mean, at least it's, at least it's one article that, you know, that tells me says that. So, we're in 20, that, that's, that thing was built in 1951. So, it's 2018 and still doesn't have air conditioning. Why? Is it just too much money or is it the building so old and the structure of it so jacked up that they just can't really put, you know, do air conditioning? And maybe by now it's a waste of money to, to put it in if they're going to knock it down. Excuse me, I have a size infection. And I'm, ugh. I'm so damn nasal right now. But, uh, the 3000 you know, seat, seat uh, facility, it's going to help volleyball, wrestling. They want to do an indoor track facility. And Heather does want to call them, uh, Olympics, you know, she doesn't want to call it non-revenue sports because it's a demeaning term, and you know she's got a point. It makes it sound like they're, they're a drain on society, and not just a drain on society, but a drain on the um, the, the checkbook. You know, non-revenue sports, non-revenue sports costing people money. You know, that's how it always goes. But uh, the Olympic sports have done pretty well in, the, in recent years. I mean, women's volleyball's been doing pretty well. Wrestling was doing well up until, uh, you know, recently they had to replace their coach you know, because of over some hookers on Craigslist. And recently, if you haven't noticed, Craigslist actually shut down their personals and all the back page stuff because people were using the, uh, people were using the personals as a way of supposedly trafficking, supposedly, you know, or, you know, some people were offering their services for money. So, government, I guess the uh, government passed the uh, bill on that, and Craigslist took the preemptive measure of uh, getting rid of all that altogether because despite the, uh, the trafficking and the hookering and all the, other cra- all the other anonymous crap on Craigslist, and, of course, people getting robbed... 
when, when they're going to meet up. Or if they're selling a car and then it's fake, it's yeah, it's fake and things like that. It's still not not that bad of a sight. But uh, I use Craigslist. I used it for uh, selling a laptop one time for two hundred bucks. I got the two hundred out of it. Uh, basically. You have to be, you know, pretty careful of who you're selling to and who you know. I had two buyers for it. One guy kept, uh, you know, he needed it for his DJ. He needed a really decent laptop, and you know, it was a pretty decent one I had. But he kept being flaky about it, and I guess he wanted to bring his buddy with him, who's a computer guy, to. Uh, run some diagnostic on my, on my computer to make sure I wasn't selling junk and you gotta be leery about that stuff because a lot of times this buddy's probably helping he's gonna help you probably uh, rob you at, the, at that point so I, I passed up on him yeah I stopped well he, he kept calling and of course I stopped taking his phone calls I had our person inquire about it and of course my Craigslist is when they reply to your emails, the email address is anonymous. But if you have a name associated with the email address, like a display name, it'll show. So, which was good for me because I was able actually to, to Google, Google this person's name and look him up and see where he, where he works. Get to know all about him, which is probably wrong of me. But basically, the guy was his engineer and he needed something to do AutoCAD with. And my laptop is powerful enough to do all that, at least the one I had at that point. Had play, it had a 64-bit OS, it had plenty of memory, everything. So he, uh, we met up, and uh, you know, he looked over it, gave me the money, and he moved on. But uh, yeah, so we don't have to worry. We don't have to worry about the more pit wrestling. So we don't have to worry about the any of the guys calling pokers in the future. But uh, you know, Heather obviously has a vision here, and it's a vision that uh, pit fans, alumni should embrace. It's a it's a vision that they've been waiting for for years that we've been bitching about. That we don't have a vision. We we don't have an AD with a vision. It's just a bunch of uh, bunch of crap. We actually have an AD who wants to have a vision. And of course, to top it all off, she doesn't want to use student funds. In other words, she's not charging a fee for any of this. You know, they're not, they're not, talk, they're not attacking on fees or anything. And what I guess what I could pretty much say is she's trying to, uh, she has this plan, and I guess she's trying to sell it because what she wants is people to actually give money to it. I'm sure the ACC money will help out as well, whatever revenue you got from that. But I think her first plan is to get people to actually, you know, write some che- cut some checks to it which is what you want, want them to do 
but she also said there's no plan. There's nothing. There's nothing at the moment for on campus stadium. So I saw a lot of celebration for some people who, you know, obviously hate, obviously hate the debate. Me, I, I love it because it's always riveting. So she said not this time. So she hasn't really totally shut the door on it yet. <laughs> So we got that going for us. There's still a little chance there we can get that little on-campus stadium. But until then, we got more important things like Olympic sports because we really, what Heather sees is she's looking at all the other schools and what facilities they have, what they're doing, and she wants us to be right with those people. And it makes sense. We have to be. But uh, anyways, guys, it's been a full morning. I'll let you guys have the rest of your day. But uh, yeah, it's it's been a great week for if you're a Pitt fan, obviously. Probably not so much if you're, if you're an Indiana Pacers fan, which is, good Lord, another best as well. But anyways, guys, hell to Pitt. Bye.